Uh, let's move on. Let's go on to the Road Freight Association conversation that I promised uh, well, an hour ago now. They've called on the government to secure roads and ports against organized crime. This was one of the primary findings of the association's report on the industry, provided an overview of the previous year as well as a forecast for what this coming year holds. Joining us is Gavin Kelly, CEO of the Road Freight Association. Uh, Gavin, you brought up three issues that we're going to talk about in a minute. But in my intro, I can't believe that you have to call on government to secure roads and ports. You would think that that's what they would do straight away. Yeah, good afternoon, John. Good afternoon to your listeners. It has been a very tough year for the road freight logistics industry in 2022. The rampant crime that happens on the roads and happens around where trucks collect or gather, and that's around where the ports are. We have trucks staying standing in queues because they delayed for a number of days. And the criminal activity has just continued. In, in, in many instances, it's increased, but it's continued at, at, a, at a rather alarming rate. And, yeah, you will have seen a number of times across the year we have asked the government to do, to get the SAPS involved, to do the investigations, and more importantly, to deal with those who are perpetrating the crime so that they can see there is, uh, I don't want to use the term crime, crime will pay, but they can see that crime doesn't pay. That mm. if you want to attack the logistics supply chain, you will be prosecuted and there will be consequences. So, yeah, it's a dire case, isn't it? There are a number of crimes on road freight. The one that we've seen recently is the coal that's been stolen, replaced with stones. Obviously, there's the looting, high-value uh, high goods. What else are you experiencing? There, there was just sometimes there's just riots and they burn trucks down. Yeah, so what happens is quite often there, there are local protests. Let's use that term. Um, so a group of people are unhappy with either the lack of service deli- delivery or whatever conditions they're experiencing. They then protest, they block roads, they burn tires and all those sorts of good things. And in that process, trucks get caught up in this mix. They can't move. And then they are targeted. They looted. Right. And, and that really is where a majority of the crime happens. So the, so the transport guys get caught up in things that have got nothing to do with their industry at all. You know, trucks are going across the country trying to deliver goods here, there, and everywhere. This sort of protest happens, and bang, you then get looted. And, and in some cases, they burn the trucks. You know, one mm. doesn't know why, but that seems to be a favorite as well to draw attention. You didn't hold back the Road Freight Association. In a point here, you say uh, one of your major concerns, and I'm going to quote, the bloated, inefficient, and totally useless government structures need to provide services to ensure a level playing field together with safety and security for all so that business can run at their optimum and thereby create employment and income. You're not holding back there. You're, You're being quite straightforward. Well, we have a number of issues that we struggle with on a daily basis, John. So say are some some operations that require permits, they, they require approvals and, and route approvals. You would have seen what happened in Boxburg lately. And those sort of processes need to operate efficiently and continually. They can't forever be snagged. We still have a lot of government officials who seem to be in the COVID mind. They don't want to work a fool's day, a full day's work, almost said a fool's day work, a full day work. And we just cannot get the efficiencies running that we need to get freight moving through the country, not only within our country, but to the north of us and mm-hmm. out into the world. All right. Yeah, one of the points you raised as well is the Ukraine affair. How, how did that affect you last year? 
well, you can imagine. The, the biggest effect it had on us was obviously the price of fuel. <laughs> that went through the roof. Mm. Thank goodness that is coming down. I and mean, we're seeing a nice, a very nice drop happening this week. But the other thing is that supply chains were affected around the world. I don't think we all realized how much of the supply chain ran through that part of Europe. So there were tremendous amount of delays. We had to reroute. And, and customers and certain production lines just fell apart. And I think we also learned, much to my amazement, how much of our raw material we sent out got reprocessed in the Ukraine and got sent back to us as a finished product. Sure. So there were tremendous delays and, mm-hmm. and of course, huge cost spikes. And then finally, you mentioned already the, the fuel price must have hurt truckers across the board. Well, it did. I mean, one of the biggest problems, one of the uh, unique things about trucking is that many truckers provide a service, they move a load, but they only get paid 30, if they're lucky, 30 days later, or even 60 and 90 days later. And you want to or need to continue to operate. So you continue to fund fuel purchase because your trucks need the fuel to move. And of course, you've got to find those resources somewhere. Now, a lot of the big guys might have had those resources if COVID hadn't eaten them away. But definitely the small guys just didn't have that sort of capacity, those sorts of cash reserves or equity to be able to move to get cash. That was the biggest challenge. And we've lost a lot of our future big fleets, the little boys, Mm. the little companies who are the backbone of of business. We've lost a lot of those. Let's bash heads for a little bit, Gavin Kelly. Uh, Listening to all these problems, a lot of it could be solved if we had an efficient railway system. What does the Road Freight Association think about improving the railway lines? Well, John, we've always said rail needs to play its part. We've always said there are certain commodities on the road. You see these bulk ores. Um, that shouldn't be on the road. The roads are just not built to take that sort of tonnage where they are mined and where they're delivered to. So that should be on the rail. We've, we've always said to the Minister of Transport, get the rail systems running that need to move the bulk. And we, as we go along, as we see that we can get this running efficiently, so we can then start putting more freight onto rail. Remember, there's a huge amount of freight that will never get onto rail because rail can't do the door-to-doors. And it also needs to play a role in terms of passenger transport. This is one of our biggest, I think, our biggest failures in the country is that we just haven't been able to make sure that rail does take those single-type commodities point-to-point and move them off the road. All right, so you still need truckers from from wherever the, 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 the... Uh, the containers get dropped off. You need a trucker to take it that last mile, for lack of a better word. Yes, there will always be first mile and last mile. There's plenty of work there. There will be some operations where to build a railway line is just going to be too costly. There are going to be some operations where there might be, you know, 100, 200 kilometer legs. Um, but definitely a corridor like through to the north from, from the port of Durban. Mm. One really wants to get as much of that freight onto the road as possible, if it's, especially if it's just passing through the country. Um, yeah, so, so rail really needs to, to play the role. And, and over the years, we've, we've tried to get involved. There have been various options that we've taken from around the world, the railroads, the, the trailer-type truck things and things like that. But we just never seem to be able to get there. What does 2023 look like for the Road Freight Association, Gavin Kelly? Well, most importantly, John, 
fuel is coming down. I think that's a, a big breather for everybody. It's going to eventually affect all of us in our pockets. Uh, that means there is going to be more money available for transport companies, and I think that any South African company is going to look at alternative fuels. We're going to have to start spending money in terms of sustainable, renewable-type energy. So that's definitely going to be what 2023 is going to be about. And then a lot of companies are going to consolidate. They're going to try and build those reserves. We've got strong demand. I think we're almost back to where we were pre-COVID. You know, one or two uh, sectors that have already exceeded that. And we're going to have to play the role in terms of this African continental free trade area. Mm. Otherwise, we're going to lose this. We will no longer be a gateway into Africa. Countries around us are really, really hungry for that work, and it creates jobs. So I think we've got plenty of opportunity this year. Gavin Kelly is the CEO of the Road Freight Association.